Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an amazing start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the Battery Power Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social social media, and also free on all podcast platforms. No matter where you're listening, that's where we're going to be. Make sure you hit that subscribe button anytime you want to get the latest when it comes to the Braves. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And what a difference 24 hours can make as the Braves were able to get a needed and very, very fun victory over the Philadelphia Phillies on Tuesday night. One of the better games, I would say, the Braves, or more exciting games, I would say, the Braves have played this year. But the consistent theme of the night is one that we have all really been waiting for when it comes to this Braves offense. They consistently gave themselves chances. The Braves were legitimately the relentless type of offense that, yes, they still struggled at times trying to convert run-scoring opportunities, but they created so many of them that in time, the quantity was able to be enough to get the victory, even with the struggles of the Braves' bullpen. It started off early in the game. The Braves were able to convert early run-scoring chances with the single from Dansby Swanson as well as Ronald Acuna Jr. Throughout much of the rest, throughout much of the early part to the middle part of the game, Max Reed, while at times he ran into a bit of trouble overall, he did a great job being able to complete six innings, giving up only two runs. Once again, the Braves' starting pitching was able to limit the damage from the opposition and was able to put the Braves in a position to be able to win. One of the best moments of the game, in my opinion, was Matt Olson, who, yes, he's been getting on base. However, there has been a, a little bit of struggles at times, especially when it comes to the power department. But one of the best moments of the game, in my opinion, was when Matt Olson went through, I believe it was a seven-pitch at bat, and he got a high fastball that he missed for strike two, in the count, but then the pitcher came back and tried multiple times to get Matt Olson with a high fastball once again, and he did it one times too one time too many as as then Matt Olson was able to deposit the pitch into the outfield seats to make the score three to two. It was a great reference point type at bat for Matt Olson, being able to battle and then find a pitch that he can launch, and he did exactly that. The Braves would eventually go up four to two, however. The unfortunate thing is, is that they weren't able to t- fully take advantage of a bases-loaded, no-out situation. Then, of course, the Phillies, unfortunately, re- were able to get some runs off of Will Smith and Kenley Jansen, and eventually the score was 5-4. to four. But in the bottom of the ninth inning, the Braves just put it to rest. Swanson, 
Acuna Jr. and William Contreras, a double, an error, and then a game-winning single, the Braves were able to get a big 6-5 victory. And once again, the starting staff did its job. Max Freed, he wasn't the best that we've seen him this season, but he was good enough, he was good enough to be able to put the Braves again in a position to win. But the Braves, for the first time this season, were able to put together back-to-back -back games in which they score, or which they had 10 or more hits. The Braves, if my calculations are correct, I believe that the Braves, for the second straight night, they were able to have all, seven of the nine starters with base hits, including William Contreras, his lone hit of the night, being the biggest hit of all. The point is is that, yes, the Braves did strike out 13 times. Yes, they they did leave 17 runners on base. Sure, it probably should have been a bigger victory than it was, but at the end of the day, they had more than enough opportunities to convert, and they did convert enough of them to get the victory. I'm not saying the Braves are going to have 14 hits every single night, but what I am saying is, is that this offense is fully capable enough to night in and night out create enough scoring opportunities with how good its pitching staff is pitching to win more often than not. And that's what showed up last night. If the bullpen can show up as well, the Braves have the ability to be able to put some wins together. Like I talked about with Alex Butler last week, it just seems at times, many times, that two-thirds of the bullpen, the starting rotation, and the lineup it seems like in most games, two of those three aspects of the game for the Braves, they play well enough to win. It's the other that struggles so much that it doesn't allow for a win to occur. Well, this time around, the offense is starting to put it together, and it's leading to the opportunity for the Braves to be able to win. Because when you look at it, when you when you look at the Braves starting this stretch that I start that I talked about last week, you look at the three games against Miami. You look at the two games so far against the Phillies. The Braves are 3-2 and two to start that stretch. But in four of the five games, whether it be the home run that they used to win the first two games in Miami, or it's been a collection of hits, like it was the, the, the past two nights. Yes, the Braves are 3-2, and two, but in four out of the five games, the offense has started to come back to life. And I know I just talked about yesterday how overall the offense has struggled, but we're now starting to see some games being put together where the Braves are being able to create enough scoring opportunities to where they don't have to convert all of them, but they're converting enough for the job to be done. Really exciting game to see the Braves get a victory. Great to see William Contreras continue to deliver in a featured role. And overall, it's wonderful to see the Braves' offense continue to show that it's fully capable of winning games that it needs to, a trend that will hopefully continue as they close out this series over the next two days against the Phillies. So as I and, uh, and others have mentioned when it comes to this Braves' offense, for the Braves to get back to play into their full potential, for them to be able to you know, consistently be able to be in a position to win like they were last night, it's going to take the Braves' best bats getting going for them really to turn the tide. But I do want to put the focus on a player that has continued to play extremely well, and he's now putting together 
enough of a stretch of play where it's kind of redefined his season, and that is Dansby Swanson. We know that Dansby Swanson, to start off the season, especially when the Braves started off 14 straight games to open the year, he struggled and struggled mightily, as did the bottom of the Braves order. And so we talked about, you know, as we went from April into May, man, Dansby Swanson really has improved overall, but we were comparing how he was playing over, you know, a two to three week stretch compared to the first two weeks of the season. We were looking at the fact that Dansby certainly had improved. It's not like he was playing like one of the best shortstops in baseball, but compared to how he started the season, he was playing significantly better. Well, now that story has changed and in a very positive way. Over the past month, Dansby Swanson literally is playing like one of the best shortstops in baseball. As a matter of fact, over the past 30 days, Dansby Swanson has the second highest F war among major league shortstops this season. Over the past month, Dansby Swanson arguably has been a top three shortstop in the game. And we're not talking about how good his defense has been. We're also talking about when it comes to his offense. Dansby Swanson is top five in OPS, WOBA, as well as WRC+. He is consistently producing every time that he, or nearly every game that he steps to the plate. And it's been a very, very good revelation for this Braves offense. We talked about how Dansby Swanson coming into this season, what would he be able to do this year based off last year? Last year, the streakiness was, you know, we saw it at its worst and at its best at times, but we also saw the power come to life as well. This year, we still are seeing the high strikeout rate. Dansby Swanson, over this 30-month time frame, still is striking out at a 30% clip. Yes, his overall ability to make contact is something that has uh, regressed a bit in time. But his overall production level, especially when you combine his defense, Dansby Swanson right now, he's kind of like Travis Darno and Austin Riley were for the first true month of the season. They were the two consistent cogs that, you know, at least gave this Braves offense some type of consistency. But right now, that's Dansby Swanson. And, it, and, we're, and it's no longer the, the narrative of, well, Swanson, you know, he's doing decent for the season, but he's doing a lot better than he was to start the year. Now, over the past month, Dansby Swanson is literally among the best shortstops in baseball, literally a top three, top four shortstop in the game, and it could not have come to at a better time for the Braves, and you especially for Dansby Swanson, Love to see it when it comes into his contract year. I'm not sure what this means at this moment for his long-term future with the Braves, but if Dansby Swanson continues to produce like he is now for much of the rest of the season, it's not only a great development for the Braves to be able to obviously get their season going in the right direction, but it also is a great development for Dansby Swanson when it comes to his earnings potential moving forward. And so the thing that stands out is this, is that with Swanson, performing like he is, then you've got Ronald Acuna Jr. at the top of the order. The hope is, is to have more opportunities like we've seen over the past few games occur. Because if those two are performing at the level that they're performing in right now, they are the two most consistent bats in this Braves order. If you've got the bottom of the Braves order with one of the more consistent at-bats, 
hopefully taking advantage of run scoring opportunities as well as setting the table for the top of the order like Swanson has been doing uh, more often than not over the past few weeks to month. And then you've got Ronald Acuna Jr. doing the same. That's the type of consistency that really can allow for this offense to shift the tide, to be able to change the narrative and put together games like it has over the past two. Again, I know the Braves are one and one in those games. But at the very least, they're giving themselves, the offense is creating multiple scoring opportunities per game that eventually they're going to cash them in. Again, on Monday night, if the Braves don't get down early, they may find themselves a chance to win. The starting staff can consistently put the Braves in position to win. This is the type of offense, and especially with Dansby Swanson and Ronald Acuna Jr. performing like they are right now, this is the type of combination that can lead to victories. And you hope it leads to victories tonight with Charlie Morton on the mound. Charlie Morton has been much better over his past three or four starts, but it's going to be interesting to see. You hope that he doesn't run into early trouble. You hope that he can get through the first time through this Phillies order with as dangerous as it can be. If Charlie Morton can get through the first few innings without giving up runs, I think that that could be a great development for the Braves. It allows for them to be able to, for the first time this series, get through the early part of the game with hopefully the lead. That's one thing that could change for this Braves team. Get through the early part of the game not being down. Even last night, though the Braves were only down a run early and they were able to get two in the second, the Braves still were down early. Perhaps tonight the Braves can start a new trend where they could actually be able to get the lead early and hold on to it. Certainly great to see the Braves' offense get some consistent cogs going. You love to see the turnaround that Dansby Swanson has experienced this year over the past month or so. You hope it continues. Perhaps last night was an opportunity for Matt Olson to be able to have gotten through a couple of good at-bats. He can refine his power stroke. And forgive me, you actually had eight Braves starters with a hit last night. The lineup right now is finding its success. The Braves should have the starting pitching advantage, at least based off performances so far this year and as of late. The Braves should have the starting pitching advantage over the next two games. Can the bullpen refine its form to support the starting staff? And can the offense stay productive? It'll be fun to see, and perhaps... The Braves can sit here and get two wins in a row against the Phillies, go three out of four against another NL East opponent, start off five and two. Five and two. That'd be a pretty good stretch of play for this Braves team, especially against teams in the NL East. But of course, it all starts with the first game, and that's tonight with Charlie Morton on the mound against the Phillies. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta podcast, and the Battery Power Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms, wherever you enjoy listening, that's where we'll be. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to get the latest content. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, this is the Daily Hammer. Pleasure being with you. Go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon. (laughs) 